Welcome in to the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller on Thursday, June 22nd. How was your solstice? I am so interested to know how did it go for you. If you're in our Facebook group, certainly you can put something in there. Would love to hear how it went. Mine was very good. It was raining here in North Carolina, so I stayed at home. I was going to go up on top of the mountain, but no reason to go up there and stand in the rain. So I just built a little altar here and did the ceremony on home ground and consecrated this space for the next six months. Consecrated the area, set some short, mid, long-term goals, just used it almost as a new year because it really is a half new year, six-month new year. Then we can revisit it in December and then again January 1st, of course. All of that ahead. Okay, so I had a great question come in about solstice below the equator. Hi, Thomas. My name is Kimberly. I have a question that I guess should be super obvious, but I just started studying astrology and I realized that uh, it wasn't to me until this morning listening to your podcast. And I pulled up the chart where I'm living. I am living in the Southern Hemisphere and I know I'm going into the winter solstice. And I'm looking at the chart uh, in comparison to what you're talking about. And it's totally different, which makes sense because the stars are different here. My question is, how do I apply what you're talking about to where I am here in Brazil, south of the equator? Uh, If you could help me with that, that would be fantastic um, because I know it's different and I really want to learn this stuff. Thank you for your help. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Kimberly. I really, really appreciate your message. I truly do. And thanks for listening in Brazil. I've actually thought about something that I'll tell you in a minute of doing something that is geared specifically toward the Southern Hemisphere. But let's talk about that after we answer your question. I set up three charts. I set up where I am, which is 10.58 a.m. yesterday. Then you mentioned Brazil. So I did one for Sao Paulo, Brazil. Obviously on the South Atlantic side, not far south of Rio de Janeiro. So it's on that side, the coastal area. But still there's more Brazil that even goes further east. There's obviously a lot of Brazil that goes further west. So it's kind of in the middle, I guess, south of Brasilia. It's one hour ahead of Eastern Time, U.S., And that puts the chart exactly one hour forward. No real difference than skipping time zones in the United States. Where it gets interesting is when you cross the dateline. So Australia, New Zealand, etc. Now things really start to bend and warp. So in Melbourne, Australia, the sun moved into Cancer on June 22nd, Thursday at 12.57 a.m. But here's the deal, and this is the thing to understand, and then I'm going to give you a resource, so get your pen and capture device handy, because I'm going to give you a great resource where you could explore some of this in more detail. The planetary positions, so the degrees and minutes of all the planets in those three areas at that particular time of zero degrees cancer, that's the common point. Everything is identical. So the houses change. Yes, the houses changed between North Carolina and Brazil. So the sun moved forward one house. And then in Australia, it basically shifted all the way down to the fourth house sun. Instead of where I am, it was an 11th house sun. We don't mention the houses here very much at all. Now, I do sometimes when we're looking at a chart and then everybody has to make their own adjustments to that. And that's exactly why I don't do that here. But when we're talking about the structure of the sun in Cancer, the sun in Cancer is the same. It's just seasonality is different. So let me give you this resource where you can explore this more. 
There is an astrologer whose name is Alice Portman. She's from Australia. She's of Robert Glasscock's vintage. (laughs) He'll appreciate that. So she is in her upper 70s or near 80 as well. And I haven't seen any current information, so I don't know if, you know, I don't know her status. Is she still working? She's still with us or what? I don't know. But she has a website, aliceportman, P-O-R-T-M-A-N.com, and on there she has an article about the Southern Hemisphere. Astrology itself was created, originated, Babylonian is basically Mesopotamia, Babylonia, Northern Hemisphere. It's Northern Hemisphere originated. And she actually mentioned that even in her lifetime, the study of it south of the equator is still, as she said, kind of relatively in its infancy. But she goes through quite a few things in that article about changes in the Southern Hemisphere. Now, the other thing I've been toying with, and I would have to have some help on this. There's no way I could do this myself. But I'm like, okay, we're doing this anyway. Would it be possible? What would it look like? to do another version customized to the Southern Hemisphere. I am so crazy for even putting that out there. But if any of you are inspired to say, hey, I would really be the legs on the ground below the equator for you on this, we could explore that conversation. I feel badly about the differences, and yet it's just physical resources are only so much, and I don't know that I could take on that right now, but it would be worth a conversation. So leave me a message on SpeakPipe if you are interested in that. That's at the top of the funastrology.com website. All right, in the sky, overhead. For all of us today, we have one aspect, and that's way late tonight in the eastern side of the country. 11.52, just a shy tad before midnight, Mars trines Chiron. So a little bit embedded in this solstice aftermath is this support, and I'm going to say support because this is a fire trine. It's a moment that you can look at that thing that is represented, or things, in my case things, that you can look at represented by Chiron, kind of the top of the pile, if you will, of things that we are resolving in this life. And Mars is just saying that there is this punched opportunity to work with them. And they were part of my altar yesterday. If they weren't yours, do it today. Well, I know we have a lot of folks, a lot of souls who are on this journey. And you know what Kimberly said at the end? She said, I'm very interested to learn this. And that's exactly, you're going to hear that as a choir, as an international chorus around the world. It is growing and building faster than I even thought. And you're going to hear a lot of people yearning for it, exactly as you heard with her. Kimberly, we're sending you love. Thank you so much. You guys have a great day. Back tomorrow.